When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We very rarely do two Two Bell Tuesdays, but today, I think the Hoosiers need a boost. They need a lift from the fan base, and that's why Julie and I are going to our first game together ever at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. I don't know if she's ever gone to a game at Assembly Hall. I've gone to many, but we've never gone to a game together. We're binding tonight in the consolidation to bring the Hoosiers a little bit of extra enthusiasm and energy as they try to beat Vanquish, Greg Gard, and the Wisconsin Badgers. I don't care for Greg Gard. I don't like many coaches in the Big Ten that don't work for Indiana or Purdue. But Greg Gard in particular seems utterly humorless in the way he leads his basketball team. Nary a smile from Greg Gard in my experiences around him watching Wisconsin play. Never seen it. I have no idea whether he has teeth. What are you going to do? We're going to talk about that game tonight. We're going to talk about the team that Indiana really kind of resembles. And and I sort of stumbled on it, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to run it by and see what you think. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Colts. Uh, Jalen Johnson. Looks like, according to Ryan Poles, talks are proceeding at the rate that lead him to believe that Jalen Johnson is going to remain a bear. He said it takes two to tango, but it looks like they're dancing together pretty well and that Jalen Johnson is going to be retained as a Chicago Bear without the use of a franchise tag. That's bad news for the Colts, who've got some holes that have got to be plugged, and that cornerback position is one of them. And going really young with what they got and what they can acquire in this draft I don't know if that's the way to go. I like free agency, but the thing about free agency is this. you got to know why somebody is not being retained. Why are they going to be a former whatever team they played for? There's got to be a reason that a former employer allows an employee to walk away. Got to be a reason. And, And that reason is usually discovered by the employer as the guy walks in the door and signs a contract and and all of a sudden he's not exactly what you thought he was going to be at any rate we'll see what happens with Jalen Johnson and we'll go through a little bit the uh the needs that the Colts have and how many of them can be addressed we'll also talk just a skosh about the IU women's team they take take on Northwestern tonight in Evanston Northwestern's terrible Indiana's really good. I think you see where I'm headed here. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now, a special early edition. Because we're going to the game, we've got to leave. We've got to get to Bloomington. We've got to eat. We've got to take my nephew out to dinner. A friend of his, perhaps. Take them to the game. Let's go. It's a family affair for the Sterlings as we uh, will be at the game tonight. Uh, want to remind you, oh, we're brought to you by the great people at my book here. Are you kidding me? 
MyBookie's great. MyBookie is promo code Kent, and they're going to match 50% of your initial deposit. How about that? Sign up with MyBookie. Enjoy yourself. Invest a little bit. We'll tell you perhaps how to invest tonight as Indiana takes on Wisconsin. Subscribe to this channel. You know what? It's nothing but convenience for you. Subscribe to Two Big Brains as well. Dan and I will do one this week at some point. Uh, we did one early in the week last week. We did it on President's Day. So, uh, But always look forward to that. Spending time with Dan Dockich is an utter pleasure that I, I indulge in. And uh, so there you go. Uh, but subscribe. Hit the bell icon so you get an alert every time we go live because we're not like we usually go at 6.40 in the morning-ish and about 4 o'clock in the afternoon-ish depending on the news. Today, we're going early. If you've hit the bell icon, you know that you're one of the smart 38 people who have joined us. If not, eh, you're going to catch us later. When all of this news is still going to be utterly relevant, but, you know, you didn't have the pleasure of seeing it live. So, there you go. Uh, like the video, that's a thumbs up icon. If you want to make a donation, do that. I've started putting a link in uh, the show description for PayPal donations because some people, like I, and I don't know, I haven't donated to channels, so I don't know exactly how it works, but I want to be able to tell people who asked, had a comment today, said, how do I donate? Okay, I don't know. But, well, Scott Gilly does. Uh, so I've started putting PayPal in the show description. Do you think Pittman, why do I think Pittman hasn't been tagged yet? Because I think they wanted to sign him to a long-term deal. And so why, why franchise him if before the tag deadline you, you can come to uh, an extension? So I, I don't anticipate them doing that before they kind of have to. I think that's a, a port of last resort for Chris Ballard and the Ursay family to keep Michael Pittman around here, but I wouldn't worry about it. Michael Pittman is going to be a Colt next year. That's the way it is. He is a really good dude. He is a productive dude. He is a terrific teammate. Teammates love him. He loves his teammates. He and his family really like Indianapolis. I don't see any way that he's not a Colt. I, I don't see him uh, holding out <clears throat> and trying to force a trade. I just don't see it. Good question. I appreciate it, Scott. Let's talk about the Hoosiers tonight. Like I said, 7 o'clock on Peacock. So there you go. Wisconsin, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm, man, I kind of like Wisconsin minus four-and-a-half. I hate to say it, but Indiana is not playing like a team who is enjoying basketball or each other or Mike Woodson or anything about this experience on the court. I think they're having a hell of a time off the court. And they like each other off the court. But I don't think on the court there's a lot of synergistic opportunities being granted by one another to the others. I just don't see that. I, this is a discombobulated, um, poorly assembled. It, it's like taking a Ford engine, you know, um, Chevy uh, drivetrain and wheels off a uh, Buick. You know, I don't know. It just parts that don't necessarily go together, and they don't function together at all. We'll talk about the way that is kind of similar to another Indiana team uh, from a few years ago. Ten, Ken Pomeroy's got the Badgers by five tonight. Hoosiers, 
292nd in three-point percentage, 345th in free throw percentage. If you can't shoot, you can't play. How did Woodson's staff miss that class on basketball? Um, Kalel Ware, unbelievably, is the only Hoosier with a better than 40% three-point percentage. He is at uh, like just over 41. The last time IU was ranked outside the top 100 by Ken Palm at the end of the season, they still got a chance to get there. They get over that hump. It's 2010 when they were 194th. They lost a lot of games down the stretch. It wasn't pretty. Jordan Hulse and Christian Wofford were starters for that team. They were freshmen. Uh, Verdell Jones, Tommy Pritchard, they were sophomores. Jeremiah Rivers had a year of eligibility left. Right now, Mbaku, uh, and, or Mbaku, what, what am I doing? Uh, Cups, they're freshmen, Renew, Ware, sophomores. Galloway has a year of eligibility left. When Mike Woodson talks about this team being young, yes, they are, but they're not young by necessity. They are young by his choice. That's the difference between the 2010 version of the Hoosiers built by Tom Crean and the 2024 version of the Hoosiers built by Mike Woodson. Are they two years away from getting to the Sweet 16 as Crean's 2010 team was? I don't know. You're going to have to add guys like Cody Zeller, Victor Oladipo, and Will Sheehy to, to get there. So, um, in some ways, similar in some ways, not so much. I use women's team tonight at Northwestern, 7 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. The Wildcats are 3-13. and 13. They have lost 10 of their last 11, and all of those losses by double digits. It didn't go, go well for the Wildcats tonight. Indiana shows up and shows out. Every time they've got the opportunity, they are an experienced, disciplined, diligent team, and they're going to roll right over the top of Northwestern. Let's talk about your Indianapolis Colts. The combine starts today. Things ramping up. Uh, workouts start on Thursday. Those will be the defensive linemen and the linebackers. Not really the sexiest group there is. Then Friday, Friday it gets kind of fun with tight ends and defensive backs. And then uh, Saturday, you've got the wide receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks. So that's a day to watch. And then Sunday, you got offensive linemen. I have about as much interest in watching offensive linemen run 40-yard dashes as the general managers and coaches down at Lucas Oil Stadium have in watching offensive linemen run 40-yard dashes. Good heavens. Uh, <clears throat> Jalen Johnson, according to Ryan Poles, general manager of the Bears, he says that uh, Johnson... And the Bears are having talks, and the talks are going well. You know what? And it's too bad because Jalen Johnson would be a great fit for the Colts. I thought it when, when the Colts and, uh, and Bears had their joint practices out of Grand Park. I was like, ooh, you know, we're a little bit weak. We're a little bit thin at that quarterback position. And then all of a sudden, everybody got hurt, whether it was Juju Brents or Dallas Flowers or whomever, you know, and you were left kind of with, uh, guys playing cornerback that you didn't have a lot of trust in, and then guys playing safety you didn't have a lot of trust in either. The back end of the Colts defense, through no fault of Gus Bradley or Ron Miles or Mike Mitchell or any of those guys, it was really bad. 
Yeah, the the back end of the defense was it was it occasionally got better as guys recovered from injuries like Juju Brents. So uh, it would be great to see Jalen Johnson in a Colts uniform, but it looks like that is a real, real long shot. Uh, Ryan Poles, there was a, a really funny moment as Ryan Poles spoke to the media. He said, in talking about Justin Fields, he said to the media, I think you guys know me well enough now. I want to do right by Justin Fields. What it, it, Did he attend a Chris Ballard symposium on talking to the media and ingratiating yourself to the media? Look, I think you guys know me well enough now. Okay, all right then. Look, you know me. I like him picks. Okay, all right, Chris, I get it. You know me. We're buddies. We're pals. We're linked at the hip. Us and you, and we're marching through this life together, and it's going to be Colts football winning Super Bowls because we're buddies. Am I getting a little cynical? And, and I don't think that Ballard is like strategically being cloying with the media to try to ingratiate himself. I just don't believe that he's, he's that cynical about the, the media that he, he thinks we're that stupid. So I think it's just him. I mean, all these people are around each other enough that maybe, I, maybe it's sincere. Maybe I'm not cynical enough about him. That could be. Um, right now, the holes for the Colts, cornerback, wide receiver, defensive tackle, backup quarterback, strong safety, free safety, nickel cornerback, and punter. And really, that, that's not necessarily in the list of importance because nickel cornerback would be elevated a little bit, probably right after defensive quarterback and before backup uh, quarterback. So right after defensive tackle and backup quarterback. Uh, numbers two, three, five, uh, the nickel cornerback and the putter can be addressed. Those they got guys internally you feel pretty good about. I mean, if you've got Michael Pittman, I feel good about Pittman as a wide receiver on this team. I feel good about Grover Stewart as a defensive tackle. I feel good about uh, Kenny Moore as a nickel. Rigoberto Sanchez as a punter, good. Free safety, I got no idea who's going to play free safety. I cannot believe it's going to be Nick Cross after what happened on that play to Nico Collins. I cannot believe that. Uh, strong safety, if they've got a feeling, a strong feeling, that Julian Blackman can come back and play and make it through 17 games, I'm all with it. Love Julian Blackman. I think he's really good, strong. Uh, backup quarterback, you got to go get somebody else. And I'd like to see somebody drafted who could perhaps come in and play. Somebody who's shown maturity, understands how to run a similar kind of offense. I'd like to see that. I don't need another veteran guy. I don't need Jacoby Brissett. I don't need Ryan Tannehill. I don't need none of that. No, you are not going to the playoffs with those guys as your starter. If what happened last year with Anthony Richardson happens this year, I want somebody who gives you hope. And, and those guys ate it or they wouldn't be on the shelf. Teams wouldn't be saying ta-ta to tell. I would like to see Ballard find a guy you know, and, and look, San Francisco caught lightning in a bottle. All right, Mr. Irrelevant takes him to a Super Bowl and more. 
that that just boy oh boy oh boy you can't uh you can't obviously count on that you also can't count on the number one pick doing that for you so it's kind of odd. People talk about the tight end position, right? Well, name a first-round tight end who's done a whole bunch of things. Well, name a first-round tight end, period, other than the guy in, in uh, Atlanta. I mean, what do you, you know, Kyle Pitts is a first-round tight end. But the Colts, they've taken one in the third. They've taken one in the fourth. They've taken one in the fifth. And they've got an undrafted free agent as a fourth tight end. And you're still hacking at it, trying to find the right guy for that position. So, like, what? Being a first-round draft pick and taking Brock Bowers automatically disqualifies him as the guy who can, you know, be the next George Kittle or, or be the next Travis Kelsey? No, he doesn't. Being a first-rounder doesn't disqualify Now you got to take a tight end in the fifth if you want him to be great. That's craziness. Stop saying those things to me. Uh, at any rate, this is going to be fascinating. I can't wait to get down there tomorrow. 1.30, Chris Ballard talks. We know him. He's going to be on time, more or less. And then Shane Steichen at 3.30. Shane Steichen, you know what? I would guess would be a punctual guy. Sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. I don't think he gives the media a hell of a lot of consideration in, in the way he does things. And I like that. He's... I am not a guy who wants a coach to win a press conference ever. I want him to win games. I will see if you're going to the game in Bloomington, I will see you in Bloomington. I will be in section A. It, let's say hello.